Glory, glory. I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to tell you, that good spirit disturbs my soul. Amen. I know that Jesus has been saying about this morning, had some good Sunday school there this morning, talked about the goodness of God, the love of Jesus. But I want to let y'all know this morning, I'm only here for one reason and one purpose, and his name is Jesus. Amen. If you never remember who I am, you forget this one man, you're going to lose it all. The Bible talks about over in Isaiah said, even everyone that's called by my name, I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. My friend, every individual that's born up on the face of this earth, whether they be on drugs or whether they be an alcoholic or whether they be mean, whether it be in prison, whether they be in a nursing home, whether it be in the president's palace, no matter where they are, all mankind is just old sinners in need of a Savior. Oh, Paul said it this way, this is a faithful saying, worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus, glory to God, that's not true, that Christ Jesus came in the world to save sinners. <laughs> of whom I am chief. My friend, I'm going to bust your Bible today. You're a chief sinner. Hey, the Bible says there's none good, no, not one, all are righteous, you did filthy rags, not a just man upon earth that doeth good and sinneth not. My friend, we need Jesus. <laughs> Glory to God, turn your Bibles up if you would. I had the bootleg just a little bit to keep from busting the bubble. I met a man named Jesus, amen, and you meet him, glory to God. I want to say this right here while we're right there, my friend, and you say you're a born-again believer, and you say you're a Christian, I want to say to you right there, if you still is what you was, you ain't. <laughs> That's the Bible, my friend. The Bible says, said, Corinthians 5, 17, if any man be in Christ, he is, my friend, a new creature, but now don't get me wrong. Hey, there ain't no big eyes and little U's, glory to God. It's level at Calvary. So, my friend, if you step with your nose down at somebody, hey, just because they own drugs or alcohol or, or a little bit different than you are, my friend, what you need to do is look in that mirror and you need to talk to that man named Jesus and ask him, Lord, if you'll just help that one, get himself right or her step right, then Lord, I'll be able to reach out with your love to someone else. Free of charge, amen. Hey, my friend, listen, I know there's anything, not a whole lot of shouting, but there ought to be. There ought to be, glory to God, some shouting. The Bible says over in the book of Psalm 118 and verse 6, or one, one, whatever it is, 150 and verse 6, he said, let everything that has breath what are you telling me to do? Praise ye the Lord. Hey, my, I'm going to read. Hey, my friend, are you breathing this morning? Did God get you up this morning? I don't care if cancer's got a hold. Hey, if the world's got a hold. Drugs has got a hold, my friend. Hey, you got up breathing this morning, and God holds your very breath in his hand. Hey, for one reason, for the glory of God. For the glory of God, let everything that hath breath praise you, the Lord. My friend, you ought to be able to praise the Lord today. Yes. You ought to be able to praise the Lord today because you're breathing. Amen. Yeah. 
That's all what you're going to get. It. I know what. I know some folks in here don't want him to be blessed. And I want to thank you for not taking your blessing. Glory to God that God allowed you to have this morning. Get it up and I'll take that blessing. Amen. Because I need it, my friend. Turn your Bibles, if you would, with me to Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. By all rights, my friend, I shouldn't even be living in this world. By all rights, I still should be in prison. I still should, I should have got the death penalty. I did 36 years in prison. I deserved every day of it. By all rights, I still should be there. But glory to God, I want to give you some good news. I want to give you some good news this morning, my friend. He said over Romans 8, but God. Hey, when mama can't change you, hey, daddy can't change you, papa can't change you, church membership can't change you, hey, baptism can't change you, he is not. Is Jesus. That's right. His name is Jesus. You're going to get that in a minute. <laughs> Glory to God. You say you're a nut. You ought to be. Glory to God. You ought to see me before I met Jesus. There ain't nothing, my friend, wrong with being a nut and screwed on the right boat. I'm glad. Glory to God. Hey, that Satan cannot cross over the blood. There's still power in the blood today. <laughs> hey, while we're right there, I'm going to read. Glory to God, I got to bust a bubble. Just hold on right there. Hey, when I met Jesus, I couldn't even read. If and cat and dog, can I tell you, there's something about that old back home, country cornbread fed Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm talking about glory to God. There's some country folks in You know what I'm talking about? Hey, the preacher was talking about uh, cornbread and taters and beans. That's what I'm talking about. It's level at Calvary, my friend. He just loves old sinners. And I'm going to tell you, this might bust some of your bubbles. Well, I ain't never done no drugs. You're a sinner, my friend. Well, I ain't never drank no alcohol. I've never been in jail. I, I, I've never done this or that. My friend, hey, the Bible says in Psalm 51, 5, Behold, I was shaping in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. My friend, you was born a sinner. And ain't no big sinners, little sinners, bad sinners, good sinners, my friend, a sinner's a sinner. Glory to God. Now, I'm not a smart man, not an educated man, but I know what all is. He said, for all, for all, as simple as it could get, for all is sin and come short of the glory of God. That's you and I. Let me read here in Mark chapter 2. And the Lord allowed me just to preach a few minutes and, and share my testimony how good God is. I'm telling you, if you're, mm, go, I'm about to read before I get going. Anyway, look here in Mark chapter 2. The Bible says this. And again, he entered into supremium after some days. And it was noise uh, uh, that he was in the house. Can I say, <laughs> I don't know about you, glory to God, but I'm going to go ahead and have myself a pit. It's hey, He is in the house today. Amen. Hey, glory to God. That's my Jesus. Hey, mm, whoo. <laughs> That's all right. I'll take it, my friend. I'm going to glorify him. I'm going to uplift him, my friend. Hey, what are you doing on? His name is Jesus. Go try some of that right there. You glorify him. Let him run your cup over some. Glory to God. <clears throat> And uh, sometimes out in the world, hey, folks see some of God's people, and they see you, glory to God, look like you look like an old mule eating a briar sire, and they say, glory to God, he's God, he's born again. I don't need none of that. Uh, glory to God, look like it's killing him. 
God's people ought to be the most excited people on this side of this world. Amen. I know about you, but I am. Glory to God. Hey, old Paul said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. That's what's going to reach this lost and dying world. Amen. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believes it, to the Jew first and also the Greek. It's not your power nor my power. It's the power of God. Amen. You said, boy, you're loud and excited. Don't get on my cloud if you're going to heaven. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to praise him and shout him up there too. Amen. Yes, sir. And then he went on there in verse 2. He says, in a straight, straight way, many were gathered together insomuch as there was no room uh, to receive him. No, not so much as about the door. He preached uh, uh, the word unto him. Hey, my friend, without the word of God, you'll not be saved. Hey, the Bible said, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I think over in Peter, first Peter, over in Peter there, or first John, he says, being born again, uh, not of corruptible seed, uh, but incorruptible seed by the word of God uh, that liveth and abideth ever. I don't know about you, but I remember uh, when Jesus made a statement over in the book of John, he said when he had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished, uh, and bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Uh, I didn't trust in Robert Gibson, my friend. I didn't trust in my pastor. I didn't trust in church membership. I didn't trust in Baptism. I trusted uh, only in one man, and his name is Jesus. Woo! <laughs> yes. And then he went on to say this in verse 3. And they, I want you to look at that word they uh, right there, and you'll see that word as we read along. Uh, you'll see the word they uh, four times in this particular scripture right here. And they is you, my friend. Hey, I'm talking about every born again believer up on the face of this world, up on the face of this earth. If you've been born again, he says in 2 Corinthians 5 18, and all things are of God who has reconciled us to, uh, to himself by Jesus Christ. Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. So, hey, my, mm, hey, my friend, somebody took time out uh, uh, to come by in my wicked, no good, sorry, hell, hell deserving condition and kept telling me, uh, there's a man named Jesus. That loves you, boy. Hey, when I was shooting dope, that man kept coming by. Hey, there's a man named Jesus, uh, Robert, that loves you. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little examination, a little test here this morning too uh, while we're at it. Verse 3. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of palsy. Hey, my friend, can I tell you, a sinner man is sick. He don't understand the Spirit of God. Hey, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2, 14, uh, the natural man, that's a sinner man, receive it not, uh, the things of the Spirit of God, hey, for they are foolishness in him, neither can he know of them uh, because they're spiritually discerned. Hey, my friend, if you can't understand this Bible, I want to tell you what you might ought to do. You might ought to examine yourself, uh, whether you be in the faith. Uh, prove your own self, no, not your own self, uh, how that Christ Jesus is in you, except you be a reprobate. It takes the Holy Ghost of God. You, you'll not understand this book, my friend. Do you know this man named Jesus? It takes a spirit uh, uh, to bear witness with the Spirit. No other way. Uh, hey, why does preachers and Christians... Uh, 
go about doing what they do. And what we do is for one reason. Hey, the Bible says, for the love of Christ constraineth us. For thus we do. Brother, why you preach? Why do you sing? It better be because of the love of Christ constraineth us. For thus we do that one night raw, then we're all dead. Then they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him that died for them and rose again. His name is Jesus, my friend. What know you not? Your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. Hey, preacher, I thank God for you, but you get no glory. Hey, sister, thank God for you, but you get no glory. God shares his glory with no man. Don't you put your faith in no man. Hey, we all get in our pants the same way. Let me read on before I preach. Hold on, look here, verse 4. That man was sick of palsy. He was paralyzed. A sinner cannot help themselves. They cannot save themselves. Hey, we, we put children, you put your children in drug programs, in AA programs. You send them to everything. You spend all your goods, spend all your money. You do everything you can do in AA. They'll give them an old coin there. Tell them to stick that thing in your pocket. Uh, uh, when you get the urge to drink a little beer, uh, just rub that thing. I'm going to tell you right now, Hey, my friend, you can rub it till everything comes off of it. Now you got hide off your thumb and everything else, and you'll still be what you are. Amen, an alcoholic. And so let me read on. Glory to God. A lost man cannot help himself. In verse 4, And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press. And here's what I want to get to. When they come nigh unto the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of palsy lie. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee, Lord. Just for a few moments, God, take these old rotten, stinking lips of clay. God, that you formed from the dust of the ground one day. Just anoint them afresh from on high once again. Lord, for thy glory and for thy honor. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If I was going to entitle this message right here in my testimony, here's what it would be. Somebody, this man was paralyzed. Somebody, get me to Jesus. <laughs> How many people lately outside the house of God it's easy, my friend, to come in here, shake a hand, put on a smile, tell them how much you love them. But glory to God, when they get out there in the byways and highways of this world, hey, they find themselves on drugs, find themselves to the wayside, find themselves on the wayside. Hey, glory. Hold on, Christian friend. Let me tell you something. Hey, you ain't arrived yet either, my friend. Don't you put yourself, matter of fact, the church, I'm going to testify. Matter of fact, sometimes the church, Church uh, gets so heavenly minded they ain't no earthly good. The Bible says this, brethren, that you if you're a Christian, if any of you do be overtaken in a fault, he tell me you can overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual, uh, restore such a one. Why? In the spirit of meekness. Why? Considering thyself. A man that was after God's own heart, David. You know what he done? He committed adultery. 
he committed murder. You know, there's another man in there that said, Lord, I'll die with you. I'll go all the way. I'll never turn my back on you. Oh, Peter. He said, Peter, before the cock crows three times, you'll deny me. You know the story. I'm going to tell you, my friend, you, hey, you and I have not arrived. Every time we get up every morning, we need this man, Jesus. Yes. Glory to God. Not I can't get saved twice. I can only get saved once. But glory to God, <coughs> sometimes, I don't know about you, but just like old Peter, <coughs> when Jesus told him, He's out to sift you as wheat. My friend, he got sifted. But my friend, you ain't went too far down as a child of God. You may be in here today and you remember when the, uh, you had your joy unspeakable uh, when you first got born again and, and joy unspeakable. The Word of God hey, was flowing from breast to breast and, and you were sharing the Word. You were sharing love and, and telling everybody there, there's hope for you. And this man right here, all he was saying, I'm paralyzed. I can't help myself would somebody please get me to Jesus the Bible says this right here I know Christmas time just passed we got it coming on again and uh, my friend the Bible says over in 1 Peter uh, 4.10 says as every man has received the gift I want to know what kind of gift you receive as every man has received the gift even so minister uh, the same one to another good stewards and a manifold race of God hey what gift you talking about over in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, he said, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's a gift of God. Hey, the gift of God, not of works. Uh, least thank you, my brother. Not of works, least any man should boast. It ain't about you and I, my friend. It's about a man named Jesus. And I don't know why I'm right there. You got your nose snubbed down at somebody because they're on drugs or because they're on alcohol or because they at one time was in church and now they're to the wayside and, and now you're still going to church and you think you're better than they are. Can I tell you something? You're in the same shape they are, sitting on the pews, my friend. Hey, go over to God. God's not in that. Hey, look here. Mm, go over to God. Hey, He don't need us. We need Him, my friend. Hey, and there's somebody, somebody get me to Jesus. Hey, that girl that man, that woman, that daddy, that mama, glory to God, that's got back out there in the world and drugs has got a hold of them. Are they back on the bottle somewhere? Are they out there whoremongering? Whatever they may be doing. Somebody get me to Jesus, my friend. Hey, the Holy Ghost is there. It's still there, my friend. Hey, I'm telling you, First John's not a crutch, but glory to God, I'm glad it's there. Hey, but I don't know. Mm, glory to God. I don't know about you, but I've been to First John. First John 1 9, so many times now I know some folks. I, I go over to God. You've been saved so long, you're so spiritual. Glory to God. You ain't never had to repent again. Hey, you liar. The Bible says it's right here. The Bible says he that said he, he's without sin. He's a liar, and the truth ain't in him. Glory to God. I like to make it level at Calvary. Glory to God. There's somebody out there. Somebody. Get me to Jesus. Hey, my friend, your lips was not made to run somebody down, stomp somebody down, put your above, put your, don't down, oh, wait a minute, hold on. Be wise as serpents, harmless as doves. You don't let somebody run you over now. You don't go spending all your goods out of your pocket, empty your bank account, and then say, no, no, no. If you love them, you'll love them just the way they are. You'll not feed their habit but you'll be trying to get them to Jesus. Yes. They need Jesus, my friend. They need, listen, the only man 
that's going to change any man or woman or child. Hey, drugs don't send you to hell, my friend. Hey, tattoos don't send you to hell. All the things that people try to criticize and stomp down today. Hey, my friend, hey, I don't need help getting in the ditch. I can do that myself. I need my brother and sister hey, to come by when I find myself in a dark valley and say, brother, that valley's not made for you. I want to tell you that same Jesus that saved you loves you yet today. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hey, hey can I say to you, my friend, if you've got your nose snubbed down at somebody, I pray the Holy Ghost of God, the love of Jesus, will begin to wrap his arms around you this morning and let you know that one that you're snubbing down at, Jesus Christ, I'm going to tell you how much he loves him or loves her. He went to Calvary knowing all about that junkie, knowing all about that alcohol. Glory to God. You, you want to see the scum of the earth? Glory to God. That was me. I was no good. I deserved hell. I deserved a death penalty. But guess what? It's going to shock some of you. You deserved hell too. But God, amen, commend his love toward us in that while we were yes sinners, Christ died for us. Hey, back when I said, mm, I'm going to give you a little examination real quick before I get into my testimony. And then I go over to verse 12 and here's what happened. You've been born again, my friend. Hey, this right, did this happen to you? Hey, when you got saved, when you met Jesus and you begin, <clears throat> and you begin to grow? Thank you, brother. I didn't think I need that, but mm. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Uh, but hear what he said in verse 12. He says, and immediately he arose. Now, if you met Jesus, I'm going to tell you, examine yourself whether this happened to you. Immediately he arose, took up his bed, and went forth before them all. Insomuch that they were all amazed. When you met Jesus... Was your junkie buddies, alcohol buddies, your running buddies, your drinking buddies, was, was they all amazed that you didn't want to do that no more? <laughs> and could you let the name of Jesus come up out of your mouth? He went on to say this, and here's what they done. And they what? Glorified God. They didn't glorify themselves and pat themselves on the back and, and tell you how good they was. They'll tell you how no good they was. And glory to God, I met a man named Jesus saying we never saw it on this fashion. Glory to God, if you knew me back when I was a, an old sinner back yonder in prison and back in life, you'd say, glory to God, stay away from him. He's no good, nothing but trouble. Oh, but glory to God, I, about the age of seven years old, I wind up in different foster homes, about 10, 15 different ones, and I'd go in and steal their stuff, bag it up, run off, go to another one. They'd put me in another one, all kind of wild stuff like that right there. And then I got over there, and I, about the age of 16 years old, I won't say right here, if you're a foster parent up in here, I thank God for you. But here's where I want to bust your bubble at. If you're a foster parent and you got children in your home and you're doing it, my friend, just because you're drawing a check, shame on you. <laughs> my friend, you take some foster kid in, you ought to take them in because God allowed you to be able to help someone and you ought to love them Amen. as if they're, own, they're your own. 
Amen. I know that's going to bust some bubbles. I hope your check gets raw. Amen. Amen. Hey, you hear what happened to me? I went in there about the age of 16 years old. I'm a little snotty nose brat. I wind up catching a $2 arm robber charge. And listen, what I'm going to say to you right here in the next few minutes, I don't know. Hey, I should have got the death penalty. They would have been right and just to, uh, to die. Let me put me over her and fried me. They would be right and just, my friend. Hey, go over to God to still have me in prison. I had 99 years, two four to tens, three two to fives, and a 20. Oh, are you giving up on somebody, my friend? My God! <laughs> I know it shocked some of you. You say, he'll never change. She'll never change. Glory to God. I wish you knew me back then. Hey, man. Hey, glory to God. God only saves sinners. He don't say, I'll save that junkie. He don't say, I'll save that alcoholic. Glory to God. I don't care if you own the bank. He said, what should it profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what should a man give in exchange? God only saves sinners. And so there I was, age of 16 years old. They ruled me incorrigible and stuck me over in Knox County Jail with those adults. And I deserved it, I'll be honest with you. I was incorrigible. Didn't seem like nobody could control me and tell me, mm, I know this is going to hurt. Hey, you either discipline your children while they're in the playpen or someone else will discipline for you when they get to the state pen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hey, the Bible says foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. But the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. Amen. He that spareth the rod hateth his son. But he that loveth him chaseth him be times. Ever how many times they need to be disciplined. My friend, if you don't discipline your children, I'm going to tell you what they'll do. They'll do what their heart is. Man's heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. He and she was born with that heart. My friend, but all there's good news it's not left right there. He says over in Ezekiel, God said He'd give a man a new heart and a new spirit would He put within him. Hey, my friend, until that time comes, hey, they can be as wicked as wicked could come. Hey, but I'm glad for mercy. Mercy and grace. Glory to God. Ain't you? Hey, I don't know about you, but I am. But anyway, there I was at 16 years old. They stuck me and brushed them out with a $2 arm robbery charge. I got 10 years out of that. Stuck me over with adults. And then I got over with adults and I got in there and I thought this guy's eye kept blinking. Every time he'd smile at me, and I'm thinking, boy, he's got some kind of sick problem. Or, I mean, some kind of medical problem, I thought. And then the boy went on I realized he was winking at me with the wrong kind of eye. And I'm going to be honest with you. Listen to me. Glory to God. Hey, God loves old sodomites. He'll, he'll save them the same way he'll save an old sinner. We don't just outcast them and say there's no hope for that sodomite. Glory to God. If you somebody, somebody get me to Jesus. Yes. Amen. You don't kick them out and throw them away. No, you don't say that's okay. Absolutely, zero not. But anyway, this man kept winking at me. And just to make a long story short, I wind up catching 99 years. I got 99 years. I, I want to be honest with you. Uh, God made this old boy 100% man plus. Amen. I, I don't think God has never one time said, oops, uh, I made a mistake. I, let me get off that one. Anyway, the man, hey man, uh, uh, mistaking me for a woman. Uh, go over to God and I got 99 years out of it. I went over 
went over there, brushed him out in prison, and I went inside over. I'll be honest with you, it got cold, it got dreary. And I, you know what I turned to? I turned to drugs. My friend, hey, I've shot more dope than Ben Ken got pork and beans. I've shot it, I've drank it, glory to God. I've done everything to alter my mind in every kind of way I possibly could uh, to try to find a little peace uh, and comfort in my life and, and cover up the misery of life. And, and that's what they'll turn to, my friend. If you don't love them, glory to God, like God told you to love them, they'll turn to the world and the world will love them for you. Amen. So I shot all that dope. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's going to be funny to you. Hey, I enjoyed it too. You said, you mean you enjoyed shooting dope? Yeah, I'm going to tell you what the Bible says about it. There is pleasure in sin for a season. Glory to God, I kept spiraling down. I shot it, I smoked it, I done everything I could do uh, for years on end right there. But then I went in to brush him out in prison over there. I think they waited, I turned about 18 and went in over there and I got in prison over there involved in drugs. When you get involved in drugs, people get killed. Families get turned upside down. Hearts get broken. I'm telling you, the life gets dark, dreary, and cold. And I'm going to be honest, with you. Deep down within their heart they're saying this. Somebody. 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 Give me to Jesus. Somebody. Get me to Jesus. You're that somebody my friend. If you're a child of God somebody is waiting for you to come by in their condition and tell them there's a man named Jesus that loves you. But you don't understand, no I don't, but there's a man named Jesus that still loves you. Somebody! You're that somebody if you're a Christian, if you're a child of God. You're that somebody. I can't tell it like you can, sister. No. Those lips of clay was made for the glory of God. Hey, sister, I can't tell it like you can. Those lips of clay was made for the glory of God. Every one of you in here, your lips was made for the glory of God. He said, here it is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. Amen. Somebody, somebody get me to Jesus. There's somebody waiting on you, my friend. Don't please don't stomp them down. Hey, my friend, don't give up on them. If anybody in life should have been given up on, it should have been me. It should have been me. I was everything they said I was. Oh, but I got to go back to this. Bad God! There was a man coming over, brushing out in prison, myself and six other men wind up taking four guards hostage, cutting their bars out over to prison, taking four guards hostage, and wind up two other men, wind up getting killed in their cells, and I don't say that mostly. No, sir, if I could give life back, oh, would I? Oh, they'd be here about a man named Jesus. But I wind up catching all that time and all that wild stuff. Spent about seven years all together in solitary confinement. I deserved it all. I spent four and a half years straight. There was a man came in that met a man named Jesus. <laughs> Thank 
kill the horse. He don't get no glory, though. He don't get no glory. Have you lead somebody to the Lord? You don't get no glory. You thank God, amen, that he put within your heart, your soul, that you could reach out to that one that was wicked and low and dark and dreary, wrong, you cussed you. They went against you. But I know. I'm just like that man. Somebody give me that Jesus. That's what I was crying. But you know what? Pride was in my way too. I was afraid of what everybody else might think. But old Donnie come in there and then Donnie Moore. Why is it locked up? He come by my cell. There I was shooting a shot of dope. You know what he didn't do? He didn't stop and say, Robert Gibson, you sorry thing, you. You'll never change. You'll never be no good. You're right who you ought to be. You deserve the death penalty. You know what he did? Love you, boy. I'm praying for you. Is there somebody you've been praying for, but then your prayers has got weak? You're saying, why even pray? She's done went this way. Or he's went that way. They'll never change. I've done all I can do. Can I say to you, my friend, when you've done all you can do, would you just get out of the way and let God do what He can do? That's the only thing that'll change anybody. Hey, it won't be no psychiatrist that'll change somebody. It won't be the pills and the drugs and all the things of this world. It'll be one man. His name is Jesus. You know how long Donnie done that? He come by my little prison cell periodically. I'm going to tell you one story about him. I'm going to try to hurry here. But I got there. He come by my cell and he always come by. And he never condemned me. He never stomped me down. He always said, I love you, boy. I'm praying for you. Can I tell you today, Jesus loves you. You. You know what he said in John 3, 17, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but through him the world might be saved. I'll give you never done drugs. Jesus loves the junkie. Jesus loves the harlot. Jesus loves the drunk. The fact is it boils down to one thing. Jesus loves sinners. I don't have no the I don't have no theology. Boy, there's a difference in theology and theology. Yes, sir. Now I don't believe you can quack with the ducks, pluck with the chickens, and fly with the eagles. Not God's people can't. You can't do it that way, my friend. But listen, here's what happened. I went there and Donnie for eight, eight calendar years. Donnie come by my little prison cell. Always said, Love you, boy. I'm praying for you. One day, I was involved in gangs and all that old crazy stuff in there. And I had a letter that I was sending out in the general population uh, to make a hit on somebody. And Donnie, all he was doing was trying to win me to the Lord. He, did, he, just, he just went out of the way to try to get me to Jesus. That's what them four people did right there. They went out of the way. They took that man to the rooftop. The house was crowded. They couldn't get him in the door. They went on the top and Lord, And there's somebody out there telling you personally, Somebody, would you please just get me to Jesus? Quit stomping me down. Quit running me down. Don't give up on me. But I've done spent my money. I've done done good. I've got you out of jail. I've done all this and done all that. Why did you do it? My friend, it ought to be for this one reason. For the love of Christ constraineth us. 
It's because of love, God's love. It's not because of you. You get no glory. God gets all the glory, my friend. All, when I say all, I mean all the glory. And there I was. Donnie took that letter out and the warden got it. And uh, he told Donnie, he said, you'll never go back in the lockup again. You'll not be able to go back over her no more. Taking a letter such as that, he said, sir, I don't know what the letter said. I'm just trying to win them men to the Lord over her. Just love them. He said, well, you shouldn't have done it. And they wouldn't let Donnie come back in the administrative lockup. The only man over in prison that was coming in was true love and true honesty of loving those men that seemed to be unlovable. I was one of them. He come in and loved us on Conditionally, they wouldn't let him back. You know what he did? Every day at 12 o'clock, lunch hour, you could hear old Donnie out on the porch. Lord, somebody has got to love these men. Somebody, Lord, has got to go in there and accept them the way they are. Jesus, you died for them. God, I don't understand what's going on. Lord, you know my heart. Love them. You know, that went on for about six months. Donnie was on the porch. Every time you could hear him pray, put him on the clock at 12 o'clock. He didn't eat. He was concerned about the souls that was going their way to hell over there. Finally, the man called the warden, called him in, said, Donnie, we've been watching you. And I'll tell you, there's something about you that's different than most of these preachers that come in here. He said, we're going to let you go back in over there. They let old Donnie come back in. He'd come to my cell. Still an old rotten sinner. He said, Robert, be praying for you, boy. Love you, boy. Oh, I want to see you be saved, Lord. Went on. I got out after about four and a half years. And I went over into the... I said, I'm going to go over in that church. I'm going to see what's going on. Maybe you here this morning. You say, I'm going to go over and see that old sorry prisoner. What he's got to say. But you've never trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You don't truly have joy. You've got church membership. I don't care if you're a deacon, my friend, you must be born again. I don't care if you're a preacher, you must be born again. I don't care what office you hold in the church, you must be born again. My church membership, the church membership being good, doing all the church programs and do all, that don't get you to heaven, my friend. You must be born again. Now you must be drawn by the Holy Ghost of God. And there I was. I went over to that church and got over there. And uh, he was preaching about a man named Jesus. That's all I remember. And there I was sitting there. I had dope back in my house. I sold the dope. I was one of the tough guys, I thought. And then I met the toughest man that I know. Go! <laughs> hey, just because you got muscles, hey, you can fight and you got all this and you got all that. Hey, you're not as tough as this man. His name is Jesus, my friend. Hey, they can't nobody spit in my face and get away with it. They can't nobody put a crown of thorns up on my head, my friend. I'm going to fight back. Oh, but he said, I love you. <laughs> he loves the sinner. I pray today, if you're here and you've never trusted him as Lord and Savior, right now he's got his loving arms around you. He's touching you with a touch you've never had before. Like I told you, I, I shot a lot of dope. I've had my mind altered in a lot of ways. Oh, but there's no touch. Oh, there's no touch like the Holy Ghost. Amen. 
There's no touch like the Holy Ghost of God. There I was, my friend, in church, and being I was under that Holy Ghost conviction. I guess there's some country folks in here. I was under an old back home country cornbread fed Holy Ghost conviction. It wasn't nothing fancy, a new Holy Ghost or none of that. Glory to God, the only one that could do that, his name is Jesus. And there I was under that conviction. Donnie said this, there be someone here tonight and you've never trusted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He said, would you raise your hand up? I'll be honest with you, I look like an old grilly bear. I left weights there for all those years. Thought I was tough, but I'm going to tell you that night my arm was like 10,000 pounds. Couldn't get it up. You may be here this morning. That little still small voice has come by your seat once again. You've been going to church. You've been doing good. But then you know within your heart you've never trusted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You know why I'm out of prison? It's not because I deserve it. The Lord sent me by today to tell you you still have breath. And there's still hope for you. There's still hope for that one you're giving up on. And I just want to say this while I'm right there. I know the Lord's in this service. I know the good Spirit of God is still moving from breast to breast. And I want to encourage you right there while you're there. You're here this morning and you feel that little style, still small voice. And uh, you're a little tugging at your heart. And I don't care how many times you've come down and prayed, how many times you've been in the baptistry, it don't make no difference. My friend, if there's still that little tug in there about your salvation, I pray you examine yourself. What do you be in the faith? Examine yourself. What do you be in the faith? Don't go to hell being a, being a, a, a Christian cliche thing. Hey, that'll not get you to heaven. You can do all the Christian cliche things, but you must be born again. So there I was under conviction. And Donnie said, if you're here tonight and, and God's dealing with you, he said, I pray that you go back to your little bunk tonight and you don't sleep one wink. And then on the way out the door that night, old Donnie hugged my neck. And you know what he said? I love you, boy. Are you giving up on somebody? Earnestly, is there somebody that you've thrown the towel in on? They can't be saved. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, they can. Somebody get me to Jesus. Told me he loved me. I went back to my little bunk that night. had dope in my house. And you know who followed me? It wasn't Donnie. Holy Ghost of God. See, God could have said this. Robert, son, I died for you. I came to you. I touched your heart. I drawed you. And you rejected me. You chose hell over heaven. Because he says over in Genesis, my spirit will not always strive with man. You don't just get in trouble and decide when troubles in life happens, I'm going to get saved today. You got counterfeit religion. You got what I call decaffeinated religion. It won't pep you up, get you up, send you up, because there ain't no blood in it. That's like decaffeinated coffee. All you're doing is getting a taste. Right. My friend, there's one way to Jesus. And that's John 6, 44. It says, No man 
cometh unto me, except the Father which sent me draws him. And I'll raise him up in the last day. So there I was in there. God dealt with me all night. I flipped and flopped all night long. And then the next morning I heard a voice. Who's got the keys to one walk? Guess who it was? It wasn't even daylight outside. There was old Donnie Moore. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Tell me who got the keys to one walk. Still yet, Holy Ghost conviction on my soul. Donnie come in. He said, Robert, God didn't let me sleep all night either. He told me to come back and tell you He loves you, boy. But most of all, Robert, He wants to save you. He said, do you want Jesus? (laughs) Yes, January 5th, 1988, Brushy Mountain Prison. I did 36 years in there. I deserved it all. And I had 99 years, two four tens, three two to fives. Third January 5th, 1988, the Holy Ghost of God conviction on my soul. I don't even know how I prayed. There's no such thing as pray this prayer to me in my Bible. It's not in there. That Bible says, if there's a printer's prayer in there, here's what it is. Be merciful to me, a sinner. You don't have to spread it out on the table or nothing. Just realize you're under that Holy Ghost conviction. You're an old sinner in need of a Savior. I don't care how you cry, what word you say. Call on His name. That's why He says this over and wrong. Let's stand. Let's stand. I'm going to finish this testimony out right here. What happened to you? January 5th, 1980, got born again. Well, what happened to you after that? 22 years later, after I got saved, content right there in prison. Never dreamed he got out of prison. They came one day, and they said, Robert Gibson, you're going home. Well, I'll be honest with you. I shouted. You know why? It wasn't because I thought I was getting out of prison. It's because that scripture come to mind, looking for that blessed hope. I don't know about you, but Jesus is coming. Looking for that blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. I thought, oh yeah, glory to God, I'm going home. He said, calm down, Robert. Listen, you're actually getting out of prison. I didn't go through nothing. What's impossible with man is possible with God. Somebody get us a song. I wonder today, I kind of like that song, Just As I Am, without one plea. I wonder today if there'd be someone in the midst of us. You say, Brother Robert, that little still small voice that you've preached about this morning has come by my little way today again, again, and again. I've been up, I've prayed, I've been baptized, I've done, done all the Christian cliche things, but I know without a shadow of a doubt in my heart, I don't know this man named Jesus. Would you pray for me? Just slip your hand right up. I'm not going to ask you to come out. Hey, if God can't get you out, you'd be getting a counterfeit. They'd be one. Say, Brother Robert, I've never trusted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Pray for me. Would there be one? 
God don't need my help. I don't beg nobody to come out. I wonder right there while we're there, maybe during this time, you're a Christian, you've been saved, but you've lost your joy. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't do, you don't go tell nobody outside the church. You don't, you don't do that joy unspeakable that the Lord give you when He saved you. You don't have it no more. You remember the prodigal son in the Bible? He left home. He lived it up. God's people do that sometimes. He got back down the hog pen. He done four things. He thought back about his father's house. I want you to think back about the day when the Lord saved you and you had joy in your soul. I mean, it was just bubbling over, but you've lost your joy. You're what we call a backslidden Christian. And there that prodigal son got there in the hog pen and he was getting ready to eat the husk with the hogs. And here's what he done. He dropped his pail. He jumped the rail. And he went back to his father. And he said, I fell. You know what his daddy done? He said, kill the fatty calf. Put a robe on my boy. Put some shoes on his feet. Put a ring on him. My son's back home. Your heavenly father today, my friend, is waiting for you to come back home. You can leave again today with that joy that you've lost being comfortable in church with joy unspeakable. Not be saved again, but my friend, you can get your joy back. Go ahead and play. I wonder right now if there be someone that'll be honest with the Lord and say, Brother Robert, I've lost my joy. You're not testifying to me, you're testifying to your Heavenly Father. I've lost my joy. I've been saved, but I've gotten to the wayside. Things just got cold and different, dark. And I need your prayers. Would there be one? Be honest with the Lord. Say, I've been saved, but I ain't where I ought to be. I ain't where I don't go tell nobody outside the church. Would there be one? I'm just going to pray for you. I'm not going to beg you to come. Wow. You know what? <laughs> I hate to do it this way. But boy, y'all so hooked up with the Lord. And your life's so sweet and so good. But I want you to search your heart. This old preacher needs prayer. Since you've got your life so straight, you're so good. You and God's got your thing. I mean, everything's under the blood. You'll have no issues. Would you be kind enough to come out and pray for this old boy? Go ahead, preacher.